It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, your Baylor flagship, and uh, happy to have Coach Dave Aranda on with us. And uh, Coach, it's exciting to get to visit with you. Spring game coming up. Um, I, I fans get excited about it. The media kind of gets excited about it. It's our it's our first chance to kind of see one of these full type scrimmages. Um, do you, do the coaches, where are you? I, we, we heard from Jeff Grimes yesterday and, and he was kind of funny because he was playing it down a little bit. I think he prefers the more controlled environment that y'all have. Uh, but getting everybody out into the stadium, getting the fans in the stands, the parents and everybody, uh, what's your, do you get excited about it? Does it get the, the blood pumping even, even more? No, it does. It's it's and it, it's good to be uh, it's good to be with you here. But it does. You know, the, I'm proud of our team and our collective effort. And you know, I think everyone here is really trying to kind of get out of their comfort zone, get into an area where they're kind of pushing. They try to get better. And for some folks, you know, it's going to be off the field things. It's going to be getting their academic standing up to where. You know, we all think it should be where they think it should be. For others, it's going to be, you know, their effort on the field, you know, the energy and the the juice you have on practice one, two, and three to have that on practice 13 and 14 and all of it. Then, you know, unfortunately for a few, it's going to be all of those things, you know, working on both the on and the off. But I feel like everyone is, is way intentional about attacking that stuff man and that's one of the the blessings of spring is that you have that um excitement and so to kind of take the the field as as a as a whole and do it together i mean we're all looking forward to that it'll be good to be out there and uh and and have everybody together and and you've talked about it before sometimes the lights you kind of want to see how people perform some people you know take it to uh the next level i'm i'm sort of curious you have done a little more work in the portal this season than you've done in the past and i think it was somewhere around 10 players and the thing that was interesting to me you said something early on in spring that you know these aren't just oh these are some nice complimentary pieces in some instances you may need some of these guys to emerge as leaders in your program uh how is that integration process working and and has that gone about as well as you could have hoped it has you know the transfer portal thing has been um uh there's been a lot of learning and just growth for me personally because it's it's very hard. I I want to say it was Coach Kiffin a week or two ago. Just I think something came out of he was talking about how hard it is to talk about family and everything when it's you know you're here one day and you're out the next because of transfer portal, you know the comings and the goings of it. And I agree with him. You know I think it's true. And so you know I look at last year and whether it was coming off of the year previous and if um you know hubris or i hope it's not but whatever it was mm-hmm. you know it, it's just very difficult to whatever you say yes to you're saying no to something else at the same time and so if you're saying yes to this dude coming on um that's new and you don't know then you're saying no to someone that you do know that's on your team and then what does that really say you know and so all that's just way hard to do and you know, I just think the um, 
you know, for me, the learning comes in and, and that the team's got to come first and you can do, you can do all of these things in a way that is, uh, treats people respectfully and, and, uh, you know, is really working to help people as opposed to, um, you know, Hey, someone, there's a knock on the door and bring your playbook and all this other thing, whether that's the comings or the goings, you know? And so I, I just feel like, um, trying to embrace what it, what is with really kind of how it should be, I think has been a way challenge for us, but the dudes that are here, man, are way, um, they're leaders. You know, I look at like the last two scrimmages, the, the guy that, that shows up, the with the most eye popping plays and all of it is Keytron and, um, you know, are probably our, our most consistent and most productive guy on defense. Um, is Mike Smith, you know, our linebacker. And so, you know, you, then you look at that, like, hey, who, who's, look at numbers and who's been, the, you know, um, grading consistently where you need him, doing what he's supposed to be do, and that's Jake over at tight end. And so, and then you look at Sawyer and the leadership he brings. And, I mean, so far we're hitting on all, on all, all the guys. And so we're excited for that, you know, and looking forward to um, – Having one, have, having everybody else take a look at them too here coming up for Saturday. I mean, it does concern me that you're agreeing with Lane Kiffin on something, though, Coach. <laughs> it is. It's tough. I think. I think it's tough to, you know, you talk about develop. Let's just take development. So you know, if you're talking transfer portal, then is I mean, is that really a thing still? Or is it development for a year or two? You know, I think all of these things exist in our world as coaches. And uh, what's happening now is that world's being, you know, reproduced with our players. And so, you know, as coaches, we all kind of live with it, that you want to be able to have a team, you want to have a great culture, uh, knowing at the same time you have to win games and win a lot of games and all this other thing. And so there's the there's an embracement of that paradox. A lot of times it is a paradox, you know, and I think with, with players, we're having to do that too. And I I just think, you know, there's a right way to go about it and a wrong way. And we're trying to be on the right side of stuff, but it makes it hard. Yeah. And it feels a lot like free agency and uh, there's some NFL components to this whole thing. Talking to Dave Aranda on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, you mentioned uh, Sawyer, and I, and I obviously want to talk about Blake, too, but one of those tight ends, I, I don't think it was Jacob, maybe Gavin or somebody, said that uh, he came in and the quote he said, guns a-blazing, because I kind of asked, mm-hmm. did, he, did he ease into things, you know, and, and, and it, it, I don't think he strikes anybody as the shy, retiring type. We talked to him, right. and I thought that was interesting. One of the tight ends said, he's, he's been leading me in my faith, and I thought, yes. wow. I mean, this guy just yeah. hit the ground, and I, I, I think that's pretty uncommon from, from what I can tell. A special guy, you know, and, um, great family. I, when, you meet, when you meet mom and dad, it, it, it's not – you see it, you know, so it's not a far jump from where they're at and, uh, you know, the ground they stand on and the beliefs they have and everything. But, yeah, Sawyer, I mean – you know, so we've got a brand new puppy at the house and um, uh, a golden doodle, I guess. And, and it's a, one of the, it's a, 
standard size. So it's a, it's a baby, but it's still big. And so I'll get home and have my dinner and stuff and then finally make it to the couch. And my wife and um, my oldest girl will be on the couch. And then not maybe two seconds after I sit down, I've got this puppy jumping in my face, you know, and just like taking it over the couch and just all over and excitement and, and chewing on this ear and licking this forehead and just all over the place. And <laughs> Sawyer has some of that in him, man. That's, that reminds me of Sawyer, you know, just that of like, you have to, I mean, cause the energy he threw, you know, we had a uh, scrimmage, um, something of a scrimmage yesterday in competition, call it period. And Sawyer connected on, on big pass. And, you know, um, I mean, there's the celebration afterwards, uh, initially with himself. So fists pumping elbows this way, kneecaps and ankles that way. <laughs> and then his helmet came off, which is not supposed to happen. Uh, and then he ran and he gave the receiver and, the, most of the O-line were down there in the end zone. He gave everybody a hug and was jumping up and down with them. And so that, I mean, that kind of sums it up right there. And so, and I think all of that is just real. It's real, real, you know? And so it's cool to coach dudes that genuinely love football and um, care for each other. And, and so, you know, he's only going to get better. I think he's, he's made strides and uh, he'll continue to. Can you tell me the uh, reveal the name of the Golden Doodle? People want to know the uh, the head coach's uh, dog's name. Yeah, so my my son named her and uh, named her Nala, and so yeah, Nala is she she is a uh, she is a spark plug man, and so there's there was there was one. Um, I imagine you could you would probably guess this. There was one Saturday, one no, it was sun, you know, Sunday where I was home for most of the day by myself and um, the my wife and my kids, they all had, you know, things going on and everything else. And so I kind of graded film on my own and I had all of, we've got three dogs now. And so we had the three in for a majority of the time, but then it just got to be the point where Nala just won. I mean, it was a 12-round thing, and I just threw in the towel. I couldn't do it anymore. We put <laughs> put her outside, and she's banging on the door. And I just, I'm pretending to look at the TV on the couch. And I just, I couldn't do it. I, I, I guess I quit. I don't know. So the energy <laughs> is all the time. Yeah, puppies are a whole thing. Sounds like you were maybe trying to watch the Masters for a minute or something, if I had to guess, and, and uh, it was really taking away from your experience. Dave Aranda on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And and I am kind of curious, you know, you've talked about Blake and the leadership, uh, and, and he even seemed, I was trying not to read too much into this, um, as you know we tend to do, but even in his media interviews, real assertive, kind of like, I, I don't know what it was, it was like, Man, this guy, I mean, there's a there's a pop to it that I don't quite recall. And I, I wouldn't say he was aloof. It was just a little different level of engagement. Um, you, you've talked about him in front of the team, the leadership you needed to see. How does that happen? I mean, did that, that can't just happen overnight. It's got to be sort of a, a process. When did you when when did he kind of turn the corner in that regard? And, and is that going up? You know, or are you pretty? Uh, it seems like you've been pretty excited with how that's going. Yeah, I appreciate that. We have been, and just way proud of him. I, you know, I think. 
yeah, you know, standing on your own two feet, looking people in the eye, having your own thoughts, having the courage to say them, you know, regardless, um, all of those things. I mean, that's what really, that's what's cool just about coaching. That's what's cool about sport. And, you know, for us, football, that's what's cool. And that in the midst of the wins and losses and the haters and just all the stuff is that that is what happens and uh, or that's what can happen. And when you do it the right way, it's such a cool human that comes out the other side, you know. And so it's I think everyone's got a different, you know, time frame with all of that. But I think, you know, in Blake's case, you know, if you talk about just like leadership, I mean, I don't know if it's Barnes and Nobles anymore, but, you know, I guess we could go to Barnes and Nobles and find the, the, the shelves that have leadership books, or if it's, we could hop on Amazon and uh, find a book or two, uh, or, you know, you could look at the last two years here on what to do and what not to do, you know, and save your money, you know? And so like, he's been through it and he's seen it. But it's one thing to to know it. It's another thing to do it, and just to see the growth with that, and the want to to um, take those steps. Because you know, um, we'll have things after practice where we'll kind of come up, and uh, I'll have the guys speak and put up guys that are really playing well, and then call out or call up guys that are below the line that didn't have the day they should have had. And so Blake is way strong with that. But then. You know, in the middle of that, it became, hey, dude, this is good. You know, what's even better is in the moment, right when it happens, you know, because you know, noticing, noticing people is how we show that we care about people, you know, and so like knowing what's going on, seeing it, communicating it, it what's going on with you matters to me. And so that, you know, when you're doing well or you're doing bad, you can get caught in your own thing. But in Blake's case, I mean, he's got to be a leader for for that side of the thing. And so, you know, he's doing it in a moment and taking guys aside and all that. So it's just way cool. I think the steps that have to be made are being made, and uh, credit goes to him. Do you kind of already have in your mind, are, are you looking at the spring game to kind of confirm some things you and the coaching staff have, have almost already decided at quarterback? Or is this truly kind of a – open mind situation and if you need to keep this thing going I, I know you've said in the past you would really like it to be done uh by the end of the spring but it's not like the situation with gary where you really wanted to do right by him um right. you've got quarterbacks i don't i mean i would like to think that aren't gonna immediately leave you if if you make a certain decision how what's your thought process on that if you don't mind sharing yeah, I think I uh, would like to be able to say something after the spring game um, and then would say, you know, that I mean, we have a walkthrough today, which is way important. I, I think it continues on. You know, we've got something on, th- we have a practice on Thursday. It's a situational one. There's a couple two-minute drills in there. We've um, we've had a lot more call-it periods this this go around with spring more than in the past. And some, some of that has been for adding offensively for, for Blake, for example, or for uh, Sawyer. It's different when it's a call up period and Hey, there's a holding call and we have to be moved back. We have to walk back now or Hey, we took a sack. So now we have to build their plate. We're placing the ball back here. And now it's a second and 16 
what are we going to do? You know, when your actions or the or our actions have immediate consequences and we can see it and we're either moving forward or moving back. That is really push the buttons on the leadership in the moment. So that's been a reason for that. The other reason for the call it has been, you know, pallage on on the other side of it, you know, getting as many reps as he can and, and kind of go over and all of that with him and and why and and this it's because of this and this is why I called that and this is what I was trying to set up and this is what I was thinking. All of those are good exercises and now's the time, you know, for that. But I think so to take advantage of the two minute thing on Thursday and then to see I mean we've had a couple you know, thinking that it's going to be one thing prior to a spring game and then after the spring game, it's another thing. And so I think taking it all the way up to there and then, you know, meeting on where it's at is the goal and the plan. All right. So maybe not an answer immediately after the game, but uh, but yeah, kind of review everything and talk through it. Uh, it is a uh, it's it's going it's been a it's been fun to hear from them and, 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 you know, think about the battle and all of that. Uh, I'm curious about you. When's the first time you called plays uh, as a defensive coach or a defensive coordinator? And like you were just talking about with Pallage, how quick, how quickly did you get into a rhythm? Like, had you been around it enough where it came pretty naturally? Did it, did it take you a few games? What was the, uh, what was your ramp up? Because I'm sure you've reflected back on yours as you're kind of getting Pallage up to speed. Yeah, I appreciate that. I was um, at California Lutheran University, so that's where I went to school, and I was coaching while I was going to school. And so wasn't quite calling plays at that time um, when I was a senior, uh, but I was coaching during sophomore, junior, senior year. Then went to... Um, then was a GA, then was a full-time coach after that, and then went to Cal Lutheran to be a defensive coordinator. And so I can't remember what year that was, if it was 2004, 2005, uh, somewhere in there. So really since that time have been have been a coordinator, you know. But I think so much of it, like your philosophies have to be just rock sound. Like all the things have to come from just a few things, you know. And really kind of getting those um, first principles down is really the thing. Because, you know, the when you're calling it, it's like, you, you know, it, it's going to be traced back to you. And so the pressure you feel for sure. And, um, you know, there's going to be um, consequences to things and all of it. And so to be really connected with, hey, this is who we are. This is the identity. This is kind of what the... This is what our plan was. Hey, it's broke. Uh, this is what's broke. Let's fix it. To keep it, to do something that simple is way hard because just a bunch of other things can get in the way if you let it. And so we're really working on just kind of nailing down philosophy. So for me and him, it's more, it's less, you know, what the calls are. It's more what the philosophies are. And, you know, this is how we think about you know, an opening script. This is how we think about low red zone. This is what we think about after a big play. This is what we think about, you know, to start a second half. This is what we think about when something's broke. Here's how we fix it. You know, stuff like that. And so it, that's been way cool for me. You know, f- um, football and defense is kind of like a dessert. And so it's cool to build a, to indulge with all of that. And, um, uh, 
I, I give a lot of credit to Powell because he's way, way smart, way open-minded, you know, because I think there's a different school that says, hey, here's all of the answers. And then the players just didn't get it right. They just didn't execute. And so we want to be more of, hey, the players are executing. You know, we don't need all these answers if we're executing the things that we're asking them to. And so I think to try to get that in 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 between the um, in between the lines is kind of what spring's been about. All right, I love that. Uh, like your favorite dessert, and uh, I think that says everything about you that you view it. Uh, but you know, because that's one thing we can all relate to. A lot of us have a passion for food, and uh, and I, I tell you. And by the way, what is your favorite dessert? Yeah, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> any, any of that. And and by the way, Coach Pallage is. Everybody that we've asked about it just goes on and on about the energy level. Is is he a guy that just doesn't really pace himself in that area? He's sort of – is he like that all the time? Um, and, and I guess I, is it when they hit the field, it does seem like the players – are really feeding off of that and appreciating that. And they, uh, some of them are familiar with him, but some of your newer guys, Mike, some of the guys you mentioned, they, they, they are new to this. Uh, right. Has that been pretty contagious? It is. You know, I think one of, one of Powell's greatest strengths, for sure the energy is there, but the, what makes the energy cool is that it's about the players. You know, it's about them. And they for sure feel that. They feel it. And so sometimes – you know, there can be energy, but it's almost kind of like a show or it's about me or him, the coach, you know. And so I know the the guys feel that it's all about them, you know, and that's the one that he's, he's got that down. And it's like it's um, it's honest and it's real and the players know it. I mean, they can sniff all that stuff out if it ain't real. And so pretty cool and we're, we're building as we go but as long as we're in it together you know we're going to have a shot all right very exciting uh love getting to visit with you we're always asking you you know what you're reading um ha- have you read by the way the uh david grand's uh killers of the flower moon that uh, i know a lot of times you're you're reading stuff that we all should be reading to improve yourself uh, I'm, I'm I'm reading for escape myself, but uh, the 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 new the new book um, uh, is the Wager: A Tale of Shipwreck, Mutiny, and Murder. Um, and and so that, that I, uh, David Gran. Okay, so you're always do- great about kind of telling people, giving people uh, books and everything. I wanted to bring that to your attention. Yeah, I've read um, John Meacham, and there was light. That's about Abraham Lincoln. You know, also yes. read um, Team of Rivals, which was about Abraham Lincoln. That was by uh, Doris Kern, Goodwin. Um, let's see, I've read Bono has a book, uh, Surrender. I've read that. I'm trying to think of books that uh, are not. Yeah, I read a lot of. I was talking with Grimey today. I read a lot about like musicians or artists. Uh, I've read um, Bruce Springsteen's book two, you know, it's always interesting to me because I think coaches are the same way. There's, there's songwriters that hear that think lyrics first, then there's songwriters that think music, you know, and it's like, you know, the, I don't know, I think as coaches, I would compare it to, you know, so that the music to me would be 
like, hey, this is the style of play. This is the the music would be the stuff you're talking about in press conferences, I guess. This would be how hard we play. This is, hey, we didn't quit. Um, these would be the things that the that the fans would notice. Um, hey, the you know we pounded the rock. We um, you know there's all this energy, right? That would be the music to me. The lyrics would be, you know, the plays, the particulars, the you know, hey, the setup play, the gadget play, the all this other thing. And so I just think like trying to get it collective for us to where, dude, we are we are we're gonna this song we're about to write, we're spending as much time as we can on getting the music right. Like we can do the lyrics later, you know, let's get the music right and then we can add add the words. And so there's you know, it's like I never thought of it that way, but in reading some of these things, it, it shows up right away. And so, you know, I think creativity and all of it is way tied together. And if you can cross, you know, the disciplines a lot of times, people may see it, see it a little bit better, hopefully. Or maybe yeah. they're just continue to be confused when I talk. So either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I relate to it because my family, you know, thought I was a little crazy for that, that Get Back documentary that Peter Jackson did on the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And that why would mm-hmm. dad sit there and watch like 80 hours of just guys, you know, just kind of talking about stuff. And it's mm-hmm. just like, wait, these are this is like the most famous rock band ever, and this is mm-hmm. footage no one has seen. And like that to me was like that was one of the greatest TV things I've ever seen. It was like a fly on the wall to yeah. you know just uh, the ultimate greatness. So if you and Nala are hanging out real late one night, or the puppies keeping you up, check that one out too. No, appreciate that. Well, listen, I appreciate it, Dave. Uh, look forward to seeing you at the spring game and, uh, and, and really appreciate this time. And it's just great to, great to catch up with you, great to visit with you. Have a, uh, have a tremendous day. We'll see you uh, Saturday for the big uh, spring game. Okay, thank you. We'll see you, see you soon. You bet. There he goes, uh, Dave Aranda, the uh, head football coach for the Baylor Bears. And he's off uh, to get ready as the spring game comes up. And a reminder that Ward Weitz and I will have the the pregame to the spring game at 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday out there from McLean Stadium. And we'll be doing some really neat things. The Office of Baylor Alumni, all sorts of barbecue cook-off out there. We'll have a great time with that. All right, a couple of things, a couple of draft notes. As we get closer to the NFL draft, got a couple of mock drafts I wanted to catch you up on, on what the movement may be in that top ten right now. That is next.